is Ben C. and Griper, 718-339-6020. They're here live, 712-432-4217. Also, hear it again, 718-506-909 on extension 31. The text, constructive thoughts. Donations right now with the need of at least $15,000 for equipment that could get the radio going. So people know people. It's worthwhile. It's chus beyond chusim. That you can text 347-927-8398. And you could send my email www.jrootradio.com Right now we went through Shashana. There were big, big days. We spoke about it. Maybe a little bit of uh, Hashem is King. A little, little bit also how we can change ourselves big time. We want to really change, want to really improve. The first, Hashem is king, especially last week, and we want to go into Tshuva, 10 days of Tshuva. You have to get in tune, get in tune, get in tune, Hashem is king again. We said that a little bit last time, it should take a little time to go over your body a little bit to see the, the eyes. The light hits the cornea. At the speed of light, figures are formed in the mind upside down. Then turn right side up again. How the eyes work. And how the feet work with all the bones in it. Also thinking on Yontif 2, the brain. Does the brain make sense? Nerve endings that hit and have ideas. You think a little bit, it's in the Shama. Something that comes from out of the body. And everybody in the whole universe is, the whole planet is formed. And the mind, so technical. I mean, billions of operations. It's it's beyond that in everybody it generally is working. And it works everything else in the body. And that is the thoughts from past thoughts and figuring out things to do for the future. This is in the mind. Mind has to be metaphysical, has to be spiritual, has to be something beyond. And the body is born in, in all of a sudden, a little body, and it grows. And inside there's a little, a little pebble, a little bigger than that. All of a sudden it grows into a brain, and the brain works so complicated, such complicated ways. It's a little bit. Shem is king, Shem is king. Not only that, Shem is king, he's putting something into your mind. This other than that, it's beyond. A person makes a computer, he knows what he's putting in. This one, this one, this one, this piece, this piece. Even then, for us, beyond, beyond. So it's good to get a little feel that Hashem is king. That he's running everything. And a person, what we mentioned, just the feet and then the knees. And the knees are oiled and they work. They work pretty well for most of us. The thighs and go throughout your body. Chest, your shoulders. If the heart works, 
another pumping, 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 pumping. Who tells it to pump? The brain tells it to pump. Well, then everybody in the beginning of time, again, it's a miracle. Shem's the king. We have the chaza over, review, review, the Shem is king, and then we want to please the king. And we go again and go to your eyes and go to your ears and go to your mouth and teeth and your feelings and your tastes. Beyond, beyond, beyond. We also try to get a little bit of a feeling. The greatness, the awe we should have for the, for the Bori Olam. We all know it's a forever, forever business. Everything we say, we do is forever, forever, forever. And then another way to see Hashem is king and look at your life a little bit. The story of a man who years ago, <clears throat> and you'll see how, how things are set in each one of our lives. Just go back a little bit. You'll see a little bit of pre-plan someone so great in charge and sending this one in this situation all the time go back and back and back and not only you'll see back you'll see yesterday after a while you'll see the second you're so walking around the Shem is king all the time the man about 18 or so years ago someone told me and I saw him 18 years ago he's walking in a neighborhood called Red Hook and he was walking and earrings, a little jacket, and he passed this from man, religious man, said, Manishma. So it seemed peculiar. He turned around in the neighborhood, Red Hook, didn't expect to hear uh, Hebrew words. And he saw a man, leather jacket, earrings, and again, Manishma, I'm Jewish. And the man spoke a few minutes to him, and he had a class in Flatbush, this certain man, certain rabbi. Become because he knew there were a lot of different people there, and this man wouldn't be up any bother. So he didn't see him. Two weeks later, so I'm dressed up looking for a job in a different area of Red Hook. A certain man, religious man, had to work there. So we saw him again, a little dressed, looking for work, looking for a job. His chances of seeing him again was also miraculous. Invited him again to the class. This time he came, Tuesday night, 10 o'clock at night. Everyone sleeping in the house except for the little shear going on. He walked in. It wasn't smelling so good, this man. He said he was from Bed-Stuy, living over there. Why, where he came. He was, went through Vietnam also. Horrific times. And he came to the house and... Heard a little Torah, and he was fascinating. And then in the week after, he came again. Then again. He was a little calmer each time, hearing the words of Torah and discussions on a very basic level, very real level, life level. And he said he wanted to come for Shabbos. So he came for Shabbos. All of a sudden, no more earrings. No more leather jacket. And he saw family, he saw a shul, he saw a neighborhood, which he didn't see in bed over there, in the neighborhood he was at. And he started liking it. He came again and again. But one day, this man came crying to the same man in the first place, the firm man, 
had his job in Reddock. So I need a job. I need a job. So he helped him get a job at a meat store, delivering in Flatbush. And after a while, he said, I want to move here. I want to move into the area. An apartment came up down the block, right by the meat place. Took the apartment. Making a living now. Cleaning up the act. Big time. <clears throat> and already he was going to classes and he's meeting nice people and families for Shabbos. He was in ecstasy. Because he chose Hashem as the king. He saw this was the life. As soon as you see, this is the life. This is the way to be. You can't wait to do something right. You're always looking to improve. Always looking to, you know, please and... Anyway, to see Hashem, to please people, to, and you see such nice people. It's all a matter of your focus, how you look. And his look was just so open and fresh like a little kid. <clears throat> and after a year went by, he said, I'd like to find a wife. man was almost 50 already. And he went to a certain rabbi in Flatbush, in Borough Park. So his name is Rabbi Alphabam, set up over 100 Shaduchim. And he had a girl who was 20 years from. And looking, she was over 40. And they got married. <laughs> now it was 17 years later, 18 years later. Their marriage, they built, they moved to Westchester because that's where she was from. And he had a job there too, went back to school. And they built their own little home and had guests. It was just incredible. Usually I saw people up there and, and they told me about this certain fellow who performs miracles there. He, he has a beautiful home and there's always Torah. And you see how Hashem is the king. This man's every bit of his life. You look back. Another story, another person. This is all our lives, everybody. All our lives. All our lives. Get in tune. Hashem is king. Directed every little thing. Like last time we said, Hashem is shlemus. Shlemot. He's perfect, perfect, perfect. Everything is perfect. It's not other people who are affecting you. It's you. You want Hashem. <clears throat> another story. You might have heard this. Man was searching Young man went to colleges and studied the different isms and analogies. Always liked being Jewish, but never <clears throat> so he had the opportunity. Nice Jewish family, but no religion, as far as that goes. It was tradition. That was health, wholesome. So one day he went to, into a reform synagogue. And he heard organs. It didn't feel comfortable. And the rabbi there saw it wasn't comfortable. Took him outside. And said, I heard your, <clears throat> what you do when you're off for a little bit for the summer. <clears throat> when I go to Israel, a place called Osameach. But don't become a fanatic. Let's go over there. This man took a couple of weeks, went there. <clears throat> Stayed more than a couple of weeks. Heard classes. Osamea, it was like 20-something years ago. It was inspired. Used to put it into film when he was young, this guy. And I started putting it into film again. 
chance of a reformed rabbi sending him to Israel. Then when he's in Israel, someone mentioned the name. We go back to Brooklyn, connect with a rabbi Bragg. Went back to Brooklyn, didn't know, didn't connect for a while. Finally connected. That rabbi introduced him, Rabbi Miller. And all of a sudden, someone from the shul said, I have a wife out of town. Things turned upside down. At that time, too, he, the man told me <coughs> he switched jobs because <coughs> he had to switch. Now he's going to a whole new job. So at the new job, they didn't know who he was. If he went back to the same old jobs, they might have been you know, bothering him. How come he became religious? We saw about Friday night parties and a whole bunch of who knows what would happen. But here he was new. Came in as a religious Jew. They left him alone. They gave him all the privileges of a, a religious Jew. <clears throat> and then they introduced to a certain yeshiva. And over there, got to know people. During the summertime, they had a job for him upstate. And little by little, and a girl, an apartment, and on and on. <clears throat> Another story. <clears throat> the show Shem is King. <clears throat> Shem is King. And told me he was recently, <clears throat> I met his wife. He was becoming a little religious. So one said, the certain girl, she was into a certain area of business, and he was in the same area. So he said no. Six months, six months later, no. Then again, one time he went to visit <clears throat> a certain party. It was a family Hanukkah party or something. And he went there and he, he started putting on a yarmulke when he said a bracha, but he took it off usually. This time he forgot it was on his head. <clears throat> he was talking to someone there. And one of his relatives came over with him. You coming a rabbi? You wear a yarmulke all the time now? So happens the woman... Next next to him, looked and said, oh, I know a girl for you. The same girl that was mentioned twice already. And ended up they met and they're married and they're grandchildren now. But he said to me, if I didn't leave that yarmulke on a little extra, my relative <coughs> wouldn't have said to me, look, you're a rabbi? And the other person would have never recognized that I'm religious altogether. And it maybe never would have happened. So all our lives, <clears throat> we have to keep going over and over. Our path in life, how the creator of the universe is really directing. <clears throat> Sorry, really directing the show. So now, as we go into 10 days of tshuva, we see more and more clearly, we view, view as Hashem is in our lives. Eretz uh, Yisrael mentioned one major aspect of tshuva is to pick something small. We've heard this before, but it's bigger than that. <clears throat> we mentioned, I think, last week, there was such a thing as H3O. I don't think it works. He took away at one little atom from the H3O, from the hydrogen, and made it H2O. Wow. We have water. Most, one of the most important ingredients 
the whole planet Earth. What happened? I just added a hydrogen molecule. So small we can't even see it. Yet it creates a whole new person. And that's what we have to see ourselves. <clears throat> We're going to go over a little bit with chuva, but you have to understand if we make a mashahu, I come home. I know guys who decided when they came home, get a little donut before I come home so I'm calm. Then when I walk into the house, I'll be calm. Whatever the wife says, I'm going to just try to encourage, try to help, and do what she says. I'm going to just start a little, a little trend, a little trend. All of a sudden, marriages have changed. At age three, you became an age two, a real water, real life. One guy, <clears throat> he told me he spoke, spoke to Rabbi Hamburger. We spoke about, spoke about safety today, but safety, we'll get back to it. So, complained, he came home, oh, he always fights. Rabbi Hamburger said to him, get a little something before you come in. Not enough to, you won't eat dinner. Come home with a smile and a helping hand. And it happened two weeks in a row, two different men. They both came back. Wow. It's a different home now. Different home. They talk about that. And, for example, the famous, famous story we always say <clears throat> how you could really make changes in, in an area. We said about the man. It was a phone call once. I got a phone call. 16 years married. My wife wants to leave me. The rabbis wanted her to leave me. Everyone wants her to leave. Spoke to her. She top to bottom, blasted. Not working so much. And people in the neighborhood say, what are we doing? What are you doing with him? And finally spoke to him again. Just was practical. Again, the H3O, make it a little H2O. Told him it's Thursday night, start cleaning, start helping out a little bit around the house. Think much of what happens, what the other party does, it's hard to change. This is who she is, this is who he is. But if one party decides to do the extra, do the extra mile, go the extra mile, you'll see amazing ramifications. So he was told to clean the house. He was told, told the Shabbat's table, have a little something to say, play with the children, be involved, complain of hers, and work, work, work. He's working on and off work, full steam work. That's important too. When a man's working, even when a man's working, be very careful not to be, people say stingy with money. Not even that. Don't bring it up so much. Your wife knows how much there is. And many times the wife is a certain way they spend, because that's the way they were brought up also. And she knows what's going on. And to learn how to soival, keep quiet. Some men, they'll complain to complain how she spends. And that causes such a mistrust. The mistrust goes not only in the money department, in the affection department and everything else. So I told this man, you just work. You can give her the money, just work. And then I told him, <clears throat> Simon says, Simon says, yes, yeah, sure. Whatever she says, I hear your point. And 
He did it. Sunday I got a phone call from her. She was the greatest Shabbos of her life. What do you do? He cleaned up a little bit. There's a little helping hand. Think this year, young men, older men. How you can help your wife around the house a little bit? A lot of people do a lot around the house. A lot of men do over, over around the house. But keep doing it. And he was told, she look, has to look up to you. Make sure you come to the shopper's table. Make sure you come home. You have Torah. You dress neatly, nicely. And you, or you put on nice clothes and you walk in. And walk in. And especially shopper's table. Especially children and hugs and shopper's parties. And the third thing, with that was learning, of course. And then the third thing, talking about working, working, work, work. Many work, many men work very hard. And it's a very important thing, a side point that women should really appreciate and try as much as possible. Thank you, Chaim, for working, especially so hard in the work world. We'll go the other way in a minute, minute two, what she has to do. <clears throat> but he came home. He's working. And Simon says, Simon says, to get along, get along. Women get married, they have four arms right away. You forget the milk, they get upset because they wouldn't forget the milk. You created four arms, men. So this is her. You see, little by little, learn what the story is. You can look back at the past too and you see how your wife is. See what you have to do and can do. We'll get up to two a little bit about tshuva, about learning more Torah. Torah is a, is a tavlin, it's a spice, it's a healing, it's a, gives you counsel how to live. All of a sudden, H, in this case, he became an H2O. And she complained two weeks later that he was working too hard, helping in the house too hard, and didn't have a chance to learn Torah. It could happen, everybody. You can be the one to make the change. You can become the Bria Chadosha, the new, 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 new Bria, new creation. Turn that 100, 180 around. And many, many women too. I used to get a call, a woman 20, must be 25 years married already. And every once in a while she'd call, I can't take it. And I have to tell her the same speech. When he comes home, how do you greet him? Ah, I'm waiting for him to greet me. And he comes home grumpy and grumpy. I can't take it anymore. So I said to her, when he comes home, you give him that big smile. And she did, and then she, she'll forget. She'll call me again. All of a sudden, he was a happier man. Well, a man came home grumpy, real grumpy. And I spread on the table. I told you once, Thursday night, there was a watermelon spread and fruit, and he was so happy. He stayed home a little longer. He was happy, uh, and she said, call me next week. Okay, what do we do next? But it works, it works. You can change yourself in the areas where you can. And it doesn't have to be major, major, you know, if it's that one watermelon spread on, 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 during the night when before he comes home, that's it. Don't start saying, I'm saying big hellos in the morning, and I'm going to, you know, I watch every penny like he tells me. Uh, one step at a time, but that's going to create a different person. You will become a different person. And we see from these stories also a person can become a different person. So I was looking at the Alchets, Alchets, 
And we have 48 of them. And it's a very important, sorry for it, but to go over this week before the big day of Yom and Kippur, before the big, before the big day, prepare, prepare, prepare. Some people I know have it in the back of their sitter to prepare, to prepare, to prepare. So I'm going to go over a couple of things here, a few of the alchates, to go over, to go over, pick one. Again, we want to make the H3O, H2O. Something H3O, which is, I don't know if it's existent or not, but the H2O, which is a fountain of water. We can improve everybody. We can improve. Again, look back at your life. First look at your health and your family. Then look at that. back at your life step by step. You'll see things happen. <clears throat> you end up where you are now is just incredible. Don't lose sight of that. Attitude of gratitude to Hashem. I know Hashem is king. And don't lose sight of the change you could make. Any little change, a person becomes a new person. Doesn't have to not get angry again to become a new person. He gets angry 10 times a day. Now it's, uh, he decides when I come home from work, I'm not going to get angry just to cut that part out of your anger routine. You're a new person. Actually a new person. And many people can, a lot of the disagreements and <clears throat> the serious, sometimes marital problems are not only because of the times today. Baruch Hashem, the Torah marriages are the best. Baruch Hashem, there's so many hardworking men and women, Laman Vubniks, men and women, women day and night working, men day and night working. We're talking about there's great, great people in every home. Yet the one who get a little out of focus and try and, and <clears throat> don't accept who the wife or husband is. Like we said, you have a man a little stingy with money. So this is what he is. So don't spend the money in his face. Some reason people are brought up a little more stingy. The stingy, the almost micromanagement. So you can go to people and try to change them, and you know that iron rod to try to bend it. It's hard. So instead of trying to bend it, if you try to work with it, if he's going to change, he'll know. He knows already what he is. So if you show me really working hard on the money, and not spending, spending what you need. So that extra donut in the afternoons, try to hold back. So if not five days a week, four days a week now. But do things openly that will show him, I know you work hard. If it's a simcha, a mitzvah, so you spend a little less here. You'll see with your invitations, you're gonna, he'll say this and you'll say that. And you'll go, wait, honey, come on, what's the difference? Another $200. You know who he is. Okay, sweetie, I understand. Okay, we'll hold on this. But not everything has to go. And if you start really being very sensitive to your husband and money matters, you'll be very, very surprised. Because that sensitivity in an area which is very hard for men can calm him down. He might let, and then you'll see, he'll bring it up a lot less. 
So they're going head on, micromanage, micromanage everything, every penny I spend, I can't take it. You can work it, you can work on it, you can work with it. Because Hashem wants you to do. To work head on is dangerous, and that's what people do. The head on business and in your face business, even though they don't mean it, too bad, I can't take it. And the other way around, sometimes a man. Lady goes on strike. She's not so affectionate. So that too. You know, a man has to think. The money business, I don't trust her enough. So maybe I have to make that H3H2O a little bit. Okay, I know she knows how I feel. I'm going to really hold back. Hold back. And then once in a while, I'll buy her something. Make sure I'll... Save, I'll get an extra, not once a year, or twice a year, an anniversary, or a yunta present. I'll get her certain things. I'll watch myself, but I'll, I'll get her. And he can build their affection back with her. Because certain things he's doing is holding it back. So on the other hand, he can do outright things and make her feel happy. On the other hand, control himself, the H3O to H2O, same thing. Each person, each person can take a hold, take a hold. This is the time of the year, everybody. Shem ready to forgive, clean slate, and go into the new year, a new person. That little bit of change, once a week change. It's crucial, and you'll see you'll still slip and still get angry, slip, okay, but... Get it on the agenda this year, everybody. Whatever agenda you know you have to work on, put it on a piece of paper. And make sure you work every day on that agenda. The truth of the matter is, sometimes you wish your husband or wife would work on some of certain agendas. Sometimes there's a way. Sometimes there's a way to, to give, but not your own hints, not your own words, because the mate doesn't listen to a mate like that. Could be some people send anonymous letters. Could be a friend or recommend something to the to the husband or wife. But not you, of course. But still all you'll see by you making that change, you will build a bridge and you'll see the other try his or her best to also work in their their areas. So <clears throat> One thing, it says that the second Alchet, when it talks about, mentions that certain people refrain from seeking good influences. This is a big thing, too. This is a time. And we're going to be judged, and sometimes we're too strict, sometimes we're too lenient because our own our own rules, our own rules. In our own rule business, you got to be so careful. You have certain chumras and certain coolers, and it's very hard. Keep those to yourself usually. But the influence is from someone. That's why it's very important for husband or wife. She has her little chumras, and sometimes she pushes on her husband. Got to be careful, not husband on his wife. So that's why 
I say like a rab. We always say it. This is what you could do. These 10 days of tshuva. Say to your wife, say to your husband, we're going to get a rabbi. That's it. Call me and we'll find someone, 718-339-602. What we'll find, we'll find in your area, someone who's sensitive and good to both of you. That is seeking the best influence. That man can seek influence in a good rebbe, a good congregation, a good yeshiva. Don't be a long ranger in the morning, guys, where you run in, run out, run in, run out, and have you're not part of any group. It's good influences. And women, too, could have good influence. They go to certain grocery stores. They go to certain places of work. They also can seek, seek. When you're working, when you're home, put on a nice tape. Put on some nice Torah talks. Put on some nice music. A woman can be around good influences too. The more you are, the more it saturates your thought. A person who listens <clears throat> 5, 10, 20 minutes a day, a certain sheer, could be on Shalom Bayez, could be on the Yontav, could the ideas every day get on and on. It goes into your head. And those influences will make a change and you won't have your humors and your coolers. The big thing, so you say, Hashem, this year I'm going to now make a decision to get the right influence. The right people, the right congregation, the right books, the right music, the right talks. And a person can, little by little, you'll see yourself in one year. Then you'll be going, wow, I have so much more to improve, but only because you've gone through a year of a lot of introspection and a lot of good talk and a lot of good actions. And with that, another three alchet also deals with Torah learning. Also, a person, the more Torah you learn, like I told the story of the man who came about Shuva, the Torah learning seeped into his bones, seeped into his bones. He became calmer, became clearer, became more reliable. Because originally, Ramilla, not just learning a Gemara, you're learning how to be a person. You're learning how to be a person. It's crucial. Much as Torah, if you're waiting for a bus, take out a Tehillim in your car, put on a Torah tape. And if you don't want everything so stressful, get Torah tapes and stories. Or also nice music, encouraging music also. Get into the Torah life. Saturate yourself with the Torah life as much as possible. And you'll see your mind will think a certain way. You'll be a happier, directed person. You'll be a person of growth. Another alchet about insulting others. Ay. We went over the ten, ten Commandments. And the one saying, do not say mean words to others. Hold yourself back. Hold yourself back. I don't care how upset you are. <sighs> you break, you're breaking a vase. You're breaking a glass vessel. When I hear a man respond back to his wife and here's the money and or say words you shouldn't say because a lot of times one party is very sharp and they know how to give that punch below the belt. 
And as soon as that's done, it's just in trouble. There's trouble, and he'll come back, she'll come back. So no insults. Say to yourself, I'm not going to insult. I'm not going to insult. Then you finish saying it, say it again. I'm not going to insult. He's driving me crazy. He's driving me crazy. Let me just listen. I'm trying to understand. Let me get someone to talk to to help me understand. They say, look, Rav. I want to answer now. I want to answer now. Sweetheart, please, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Let's go to someone. Upset, 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 upset. Just, you don't insult back. You don't insult. Insults are so dangerous. If you listen outside and you hear certain insults, you feel, especially the outside listening in or you told the story, it's almost like little two little kids. I said, why didn't he just hold back from that, from those words? Why didn't she just hold back? And you listen and you say these insults. It's, it's almost like two two little kids. You step back and listen to them. Like, what did you say those vicious words? Well, he did, he did, he did. No. H3O, it's a, become H2O. Say to yourself, I'm not going to insult. not going to insult. I'm not going to insult. Don't say, oh, I hold it in. Having a break, then no, you hold it in because you want to look for a way to get the right answer. And you have to speak to somebody. I mentioned last week, and I don't definitely don't speak to parents because they those they're involved, and there's a, there'll be bigger issues. But make sure, make sure you get someone to talk to. There's 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 people who know a lot who will be able to help you. That's a big area. Ah, oh, goodness, if we can throw away the insults, then Hashem won't insult you. That's what it says. A person looks over, let's pass over a person's insults, a person's words. That person, Hashem's going to pass over your faults. And the Sutton Kachi comes over and says, well, he didn't dive in, he didn't do this, he didn't get Sadaka, he didn't help this one. He gets angry, so the person himself no, but I... You see one thing doesn't doesn't react, doesn't hurt other people. Ah, oh, he looks away, he knows how to look past past by. So therefore, okay, I'll pass by him this year. I'll give him an extra life again. Very crucial. And another area. It's also very, very hard. Area of tshuva in areas that arouse desires. Arouse desires. We do things, sometimes we say, well, I'm okay. We walk in the street. We see things we shouldn't see. Sometimes a man has to walk around without the glasses in the street just to make sure he sees the, the light when he has to cross the street. It's rough out there. But to say, I look, oh, I could look and nothing happens. No, looking is dangerous. Desires are dangerous. There are stories, stories, really far away from most of us, but stories, stories. Women, too, looking at certain things, certain pictures, certain 
storefronts which uh, build the person's desires to dress and look a certain way because it's a cute look. Stores got the ladies. Fashions, maybe a non-Jewish fashion just to make the sleeve long and the dress long, as tight as can be. It's sold. Even women are not doing it to go walk around to show off with the people at large. But they look cute, look cute. So also desires. Think. Think. Such as seeing certain things. Don't all go for it. Walk away. I was hearing. We suddenly hear music we shouldn't hear. You hear voices you shouldn't hear. And it sounds nice. Be careful. You're hearing everything you hear is forever and ever. I think Ramilla told the story once. One was on an operating table. An operation of the brain. And while they were operating, the doctor touched a certain part of the brain, and the woman, well, 50 years old, 60 years old, was sort of singing an opera, an Italian opera. The whole family heard, and whoever was there heard it. How could she sing opera? She doesn't know anything from opera. She not to spell the word. So when she woke up, they said, it was a successful operation. How would you know about this opera? Because I don't know. And they go back and back and back and back. And finally, she remembered, oh, I was five years old. Wow. And I was walking through a park, and one of these parks was playing an opera. So I listened for a few minutes. So that must have been the opera I was singing. Five years old, 60 years old now. Listen, not wholeheartedly. Just passing by a park. So everything you experience, everyone is forever and ever and ever, and it takes a little mark. That's what hearing, touching, be very careful. Very careful not to touch what you shouldn't touch. The desires that are, that are not in control. It's not easy to control desires. Don't touch what you shouldn't touch. And smelling all, so you walk and there's Delicious, not talking about flowers, there's, there's perfumes and colognes and people do things to pull, to pull, try to run away, but then things go into your mind. All weakens us and we get frustrated and the frustration leads to anger and becomes, it, it creates instability. Not that everyone, anyone's going to go run and do the craziest things, but it has an effect, it has an effect on a person's Clarity of mind, clarity of of being, calmness of being. All takes away the desires that pull us. Then talking, talking, desire to talk, 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 talk. Talk person talks too much, people see you as foolish. Be careful, be careful. And thinking, thinking. That's why it's important we mentioned before. Hashem, I'm going to listen to more tapes. I'm going to hear the best music. I'm going to say to Hillam. Because uh, you heard I mentioned many times, remember someone asked, is such a thing as thinking too much? Remember said, no. If you're thinking Kavisavavos, thinking constructive thoughts, you can think as long as you like. Most of our thoughts become negative. About money, about negativity to the wife, negative to the husband, negative to the children, negative to the parents, negative to the boss, employers. So this is too much thinking. 
So then there's too much thinking. Then you have to use the mind with something constructive. Like I said, listening to something. Good. If not constructive, constructive, constructive. That's why you go over what we said before. Shem is king. Go over your body. If nothing to do, take a walk. Go over your physical body. One walk today is I'm going to go from my head to my toes and be thankful, see how everything works. Another walk, I'm going to go over my family and possessions and <clears throat> rabbi and go over all good things over there. The third walk, go over my past. Wow, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Fourth walk. I'm going to go over how to fix chuva, make chuva, make chuva, make chuva, how to improve, improve, improve. Hashem loves you. You have to got to become better so you can utilize your moments. Utilize the mind. Another, being a tyrant. Misusing your speech, misusing it. You sometimes, person can be a tyrant by saying, oh, I need this. Or, yeah, I'm going to get the laundry now. I'm going to do certain things. And by saying the certain tone, is telling this one to do it, this one to do it, this one to do it. person has to be careful to not to be a tyrant, not to be someone too bossy. Please and thank yous are definitely a way to help. Doing things yourself is definitely a good thing. People will see that and... Hopefully it leads to helping too. But don't make your husband scared. Don't make your wife scared. If you come in, oh, he's two minutes late. Oh, for supper. Don't, no, no, no. With this, again, we go before Hashem. If there's tiniest that we've been bossy to others, that you use your mouth to <clears throat> show power over others. You know, you have that power over others. That's why parents have to be careful, and rabbis have to be careful, teachers, employers, how to do things without being a tyrant, being fair, 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 fair. So watch your mouth when you feel like you're being bossy or taking advantage. And continue a little bit with the thought also. Idle thoughts, same thing. Your mind is idle, gets into trouble. That's why a person has to work, keep busy. He's learning, shopping, working, helping the family. Have to be as busy as possible. When you're not busy, you have to be a time set to think, to think of constructive thoughts, constructive thoughts. Sometimes you also need time to relax, a nice walk, a nice talk, nice music, to relax. Idle thoughts are dangerous. Sometimes we think of thoughts are not so... That's what children too. When children ask questions, everybody, from five years old to high school, yeah, something's high school, like, what do we have some gadalia for? That's a... You know, it's a question. A lot of young old people don't know. And you, should, you can say, I don't know. The Sadiq, and we fasted, he was killed. But you see, you have to research and do the research. Find out exactly why for your children. But it's important that children and teens and even adults will ask questions that sound not, not, uh, not proper. 
means it being this is our religion. It's our, no, 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 no. Torah means yeshiva means to sit, give and take, give and take. And your children ask questions, <clears throat> teens ask questions, parents have questions. Just listen, and if you know, answer honestly. Never call the other person not smart because I hear your point. Yeah, trying to understand. Let's do research together. There has to be an answer. You're very proud. You're thinking. What happens after a while? The person thinks, and the person either looks for answers, asks for answers, looks for themselves. <clears throat> <clears throat> Do not push away hard questions. Hashem is not pushing away your questions. The Torah has all the answers in it. You can find answers in all questions, all questions, all questions. Questions may be something you don't understand, or some things are beyond us, it's too complicated. But you're allowed to seek. Allowed to seek. So please, uh, children, to answer the questions. Always listen, listen. 99% of Communication, getting along, success, and the other people feeling happy is listening. Recently I met someone telling me, so I'm making friends, and this one over here, initial, and I finally saw I sat at my Shabbos table, and I was listening. And everything was like a, like a contradiction and a question where you knew the answers, almost tried to, so I saw it to me after, it could be you, it could be you a little bit. Do you listen? Oh, it's hard to listen. He's right, it's hard to listen. Before you give your so-called thoughts, even good words, listen, listen, listen. Even at that time, listen and walk away, and the next time you'll think about what to say. You might come back and say, you know, what I was going to say wouldn't have been worth it. So a person can <clears throat> work on listening, 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 listening. To go into the new year as a listener, wowie. Parents to children, children to parents, siblings, siblings, employees, employees, uh, vice versa. Listen, listen, listen. This is a chuva. A 1%. H3O to H2O. You can do it by saying to yourself, when someone talks to me, maybe start with the children when you come home in the mornings. I'm going to not respond right away for three seconds. Didn't think I am I, I here. Listen, listen. You set a whole new life of listening. Start one percent, you become a new Bria, a new person. Big thing to listen. Another one of the Al Khaits deal with Kiva Bain. Kiva Bain is so urgent for success, so urgent. And it goes along with living, listening also. If you want success in your life, success, one of the main successes is give up Amos, honoring your parents. Reconcile yourself with your parents. Young Kipper is coming. Say, no matter what claims, tightness, bad feelings, resentment from years back, I'm going to think about my parents. I know tried their best. They tried their best. They tried their best. Even if they didn't, they were off track and being cruel. That's for Shalom. Still, you can. You can forgive. 
reconcile yourself with your source. Make a whole list how you can be better to your parents. Whole list how you can be better. Parents pass away. You could do everything in schusim of your father and your mother. <clears throat> but we go into the new year, the new year, this time to repent. The truth in the area of Kivab Aim are anyone's parents. Even if they're not here anymore, remember, you can remind yourself of the incident that you did. Or again, now do things in their honor and in schus. There's great breakthroughs we can make in these days. So again, to review a little bit, Shem is king, Shem is king over your body. Also, go over the story of your life, the last 20, 30 years. Go over, go over, and how this happened, this happened, this happened, job happened. You'll see it. You'll see all of our lives are major, major miracles how we're here, but that's the Shemesh King. And move along. Shemesh King is... <clears throat> Shem wants us... Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year. It's new. So we can begin a newness. Make a change for your... There's nothing. H2O is water. We can make a change in all the areas we spoke about. From learning, being nice to others, putting the right thoughts in our mind. Go over to Al Khaits and go over and over and say, I'm somebody, I'm somebody. I have to improve. And it could be just a five minutes a day. I'm going to control my mouth. Two minutes a day. That's a biyachadu. You're a new person. And we go into these 10 days of tshuva, I'm going to work on becoming a new person, being thankful and grateful, and saying, look, Rob, I'm going to move up and up and up. Then we go into Yom Kippur with a, with a slate, saying, I'm, I'm, it's all me. I forgive everybody else. And Shem, please clean my slate, my family's slate, and my Israel's slate. Then we can go into the Yontav, the Simcha, go into Yontav, Hoping for Mashiach. And we got a slacher up, everyone. Should have Kamaks and Vitoyv, everybody. Again, Ben Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. To hear the talk live, 712-432-4217. Played again on Sunday, 5 o'clock. And <clears throat> to hear the talk during the week, 718-506-9099, extension 31. And please, donations. There's money needed for equipment. Not so much, not so much. 15000 can make the station strong, strong, spread. That's awesome. And that's 347-927-8398 or www.jrootradio.com. Again, Gamakasim and Toiva, Slocha Bracha, and Rokin Zagashvins.